Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 424. We are that podcast talking about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything else. I'm Dijeron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And again, pay no attention to the almighty giant figure at the bottom of your screen. But then again, he is the dude, so you should listen to him. Yeah. Mm. Remember, the dude abides. <coughs> oh, oh, pardon me. Your pardon, but today you're looking you're looking a little a little bit like Jesus. So you know, you should start giving out great words and great and great advice and stuff like that. And tell and wine. What? No, no, I'm keeping all the wine for myself. <laughs> Take a shot of wine to tell people stop being a dick. Uh, drink myself into a coma. You must. Well, I mean, we all work with the work with people, so you know it's kind of understandable what, why, why, why one must drink and all that good stuff. So you know. A- anywho, enough about that. Uh, we are live tonight, week of September twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen, right here live on Twitch TV. Um, you can find us on Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, our official channel. And you can also find us hosted by the amazing people at Vogue Network at Twitch TV slash Vogue Network. We are a proud Vogue Network affiliated podcast. And if you're not watching through Twitch, you can also find us on live.vognetwork.com as well. And don't forget, we have an official Discord, which I should be ashamed of myself. I haven't popped into the Discord at all this week because I've been uh, I've been sidetracked with other stuff. So but don't be like me. Come to the come to our um Discord. You can find us at uh vognetwork.com slash Discord. Uh you'll find uh channels there for all of the shows on the Vogue Network, uh Bobby Blackwolf, Orange Orange Radio, Shaking and Crying, which I do hope comes back soon. And us anime jams, that's just so come by, hang out with us. Um if you have any awesome anime news or something like that, uh drop us a line. So we're kind of cool with that. So you know, hey. Um, let's see. <sighs> Yeah, go ahead and update this. Maybe I should actually get a stream deck so I don't have to keep resetting this thing. I don't know, but I, I like it for what it's worth, so I, I'm not going to really too, complain too, too much about it. So, Provided that this thing actually updates as it's supposed to. All right, I said update, not resize. Don't do that. All right. I'm actually looking at um, my Surface tablet, which is doubling for my little um, setup over here, and it hasn't updated the timeline, so I'm just looking at it like, wow, what are you doing? And for some reason, when I touch this thing, it actually, it's actually thinks it's some type of zoom in or something like that, so... It ain't doing it, so I'm probably going to have to run the commands from from my main computer here, which, for the most part, I don't mind. But I tend to get a little bit distracted. So enough about that. And now that we've got it to that part, let's go ahead and move on to the next part. Um, our weeks. How was your week? How was your day? Ari, kick it off. Uh well there was our you know hangout this weekend uh, yeah, on yeah. Long Beach Island, which for the most part was fun though we didn't drink nearly as much as Ooh. the wall of liquor would have suggested. That's not that wasn't just a wall, dude. That... Yeah, there were several walls. Yes, yes, it was. And. Well, other than that, I've been trying to enjoy my vacation, you know, getting ready for uh, AAC. Mm -hmm. But let's just say I was spending several hours fighting with Social Security again. It's been a rough day after that. 
I feel you, dude. I totally do. All right. Um, Mako, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, week was good. Um, again, like Ari, we uh were all in uh, LBI this weekend. Mm-hmm. So just relaxing and chilling and playing a shit ton of uh, Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Yeah. <laughs> so that was nice. That's good. All right. Um, basically, my weekend day has been the same as everybody else's. You know, we did our usual staff retreat, which was quite fun. Um couple of things I didn't mention, I forgot to mention from the week prior, but before I get into it, I will say this. After coming home, realizing that the gnats or whatever it was tore me up. I'm waking up during the middle of the night, scratching myself, go, look, going through my medicine cabinet, like calamine lotion, got none, and I'm like, fuck. Do, yeah, those things sucked. Yeah, I'm like, do do I need to go to um to the 24 hour Rite Aid and get some stuff, or can I just bear it out? But I'll say for the most part, when I'm at work, it doesn't bother me at all. You know, it's uh-huh. just like when I'm here at home, relaxing in t-shirt and shorts, it's just like scratch, 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 scratch. You know, I'm just like, <sighs> but um, let's see, couple. A couple of things I forgot to mention last week was I updated my some of the hardware back here that I run the show with. And it's not my personal hardware, it's internet hardware. I upgraded the router and my uh files box. Well, what happened was I was last Thursday. Was it last week? Yeah, Thursday before last or whatever. I'm watching um suits. And it just stops halfway through. And my box just started wigging out. So I contact Verizon, go through the whole thing. And I, I'm like, you know what? I'll upgrade to the Files 1 box. It's smaller. It's a little bit lighter. Has a Bluetooth remote. Got to pay extra fees for the upgrade. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm, I'm good with that. Problem is, because it's a newer technology, I have to upgrade the router and i'm just like i don't want to do that my current router is fine so i leave the existing router up hook up the new box it can't go out it can't connect to the route to the router so i have to put the new router up and everything is fine now the thing is the current files router i have was given to me for free so my thing is this i've been a customer of yours for about 10 years least you could do is throw me like a free router or something like that you know or at least give me a discounted cost and they're like well you gotta pay either 12 bucks a month or you buy it outright for 200 dollars. now if you have cable that's a lot easier if you can either pay optimum spectrum comcast adelphia service electric whoever like x amount a month for the random cable modem or you can go to any retail store and drop 60, 70 bucks on a cable modem and hook it up to your existing network and you're good and you're golden. Not Fios. Um, the special Fios routers you can only get from the provider or through Amazon, eBay. It's not something you can really pick up in stores unless it's like a self-installation kit. And to be perfectly honest, I broke down the boxes that they all came in. I have like extra HDMI cables, extra networking cables, extra coaxial cables. And I'm like, well, I'm definitely keeping HDMI cables because they always come in handy. Definitely keeping the networking cables because that always comes in handy. Coaxial cables, trash. Uh, No, I'm not doing that. So definitely not doing that. And wait, something is up with the uh the settings over here. Um hmm. Hey everybody. Um let me take a look at this real quick. For some reason, OBS is telling me that the encoding is overloaded, which means it's dropping frames. So let me check real quick and see what the heck is going on. Um 
Yeah, um, we go in our chat room. We're talking a bit, of, a little bit of cable, like internet woes. Like Bob Coffee says that he has to yell at Cox in the morning for taking my bundle discount off. But let me tell you, five at least Verizon is kind of thankful. They sent every time my contract expires, they send me an email reminding me that my contract's going to expire, and if I want to, you know, renew. And all, every time I generally renew the contract because I always get a better deal. This time, my existing contract is a better deal than what they're offering me. And if I switch to one of their plans, I lose HBO and Showtime. So I have a grandfathered plan, and I'm just like, you know what? I, 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 I'm good. I, I, I'm good with y'all. I, I, I'm good, so. Hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, Gina, I totally get you. If it's a quantum router... Yeah, you're definitely renting it. If it's like the, one of the older ones, some people might be renting it. Some might not. It just depends on when it gets rotated out. But enough about tech talk. Um, I got my, my control panel over here up and running. Let's go ahead and do Weekly Nerd Swag, where every week we talk about, you know, something cool that we have purchased, you know, that we want to share with you guys. Ari, why don't you go ahead and show off what you got? Um, all right, give me a second, but because yeah, sure this one requires a little bit of context. All right. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <clears throat> so uh, this weekend, when we were at a our friend's place, mm -hmm. we are at this place called a uh, what was it? Tanner's Tavern. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Terrace Tavern. Terrace Tavern. Yeah. Okay. You know. All bunch of college games on a football games on a wall, mm -hmm. you know, eating and drinking at lunch. We walked over there, so no one had to worry about driving. But one of the uh, fun little drinks I had was this thing called the cheap sunglasses. I forget what was in it, but the state, but the little descriptor at the end said, "Garnished with a pair of cheap sunglasses." Yeah. And this is what I have here. So I just looked at them like. I have to get that fucking thing now. <clears throat> and I did. And it was good. It tastes like someone liquefied a blow pop. Ooh, those do taste good. And this, look at that. It doesn't even reach my ear. So it's held up by your hair. It's held up by these, the arms just squeezing down against my face. Mm -hmm. I'm fairly certain you're, you know, for kids, but that didn't bother me. Right. All right, that's pretty cool. Mako-chan, are you going to go back in time with us? Yeah, sure, I guess. <laughs> so, um, I very occasionally will end up loot box, but I have to really enjoy every, you know, I guess, series that is being represented. Mm-hmm. So my little swag thing here is a one-fifth production version of the hoverboard from Back to the Future. It has a little ticket of authenticity and all of that. This was in the, uh, the time loot crate back a couple of years where everything was... Uh, time related either future or past or series that went into the future and the past mm -hmm. and things like that so this is one of the uh exclusives that was in that i really like it because it's just fun and it is one of my fandoms and yeah awesome okay so we talked about this on the show a few months ago. Me and Mako, we went to see Sarah Miu, the Super Live, right here in Manhattan, and it was awesome. Now, if you were there early enough, you can buy some swag. And let's just say we were there at least a good, like, what, 30 minutes before everybody else? Mm-hmm. And we were able to pick up what we wanted as well as stuff for other people. Plus, I think they were giving out some cool stuff, too. So, I went out and got this awesome, I got this awesome uh, PGSM Super Live fan. 
This is the first time I've actually opened it up because it's been sitting on my shelf. I, I don't know how to properly put this on display. I might have to find something to do it with. But for the they most, make little fan displays okay, just I may, for that. I may have to look into that. But for the most part, I just have it like it like sealed up like in its little plastic. So it's kind of a it's cool, you know. Yeah, I have mine actually open and pinned to my wall. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. I need to reset the the lag issue here cuz I you pro I, for some of y'all it probably you can't tell, but there is a lot of frames skipping. So I want to fix that real quick. So I'm going to stop the stream and we'll be right back in like maybe 30 seconds, give or take. Well, I wasn't expecting the screens to get for everyone to be that huge on the screen, so that's not something I was expecting. <laughs> All right. Again, I apologize, you know, for for that little uh, delay, but I wanted to make sure that everybody on the show, everybody who's watching, can enjoy it. Don't have to worry about a little bit of chaos, and that's odd. Now everything is just shot itself. The screens are just went into utter utter disarray now. What in the world just happened here? I'll let you know as soon as the ads stop. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not. It's not looking the way it's supposed to. So I'm going to, I I'm going to cancel the stream again, and I will be right back. Okay, that's all said. That's all said and good. <sighs> yes, start the stream. Okay, so now that we got everything back under control, again, that is my apologies. During this whole transition between Streamlabs and OBS Studio, I forgot to double check a couple things. And I just noticed that my background is blurred, as if there's a giant green screen behind me or something like that. It's kind of, excuse me, it's kind of trippy, but you know what? I think I am going to leave it at that. So now that we yeah, got. Yeah, that is really weird. Yeah, I mean, before. When I had it on, it was just kind of odd, but now it's just a little trippy. So I guess it's gotten better with with Skype. This is something within Skype to blur your background. So, all right. So what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and get into tonight's topics. We're not too badly delayed. So Ari, tell us about the oldest hotel in the world. Uh, yeah, it's been operated by the same family for over 1,300 years. Wow. It's called Nishiyama Onsen Keiyukan in Kyoto. It's a hot springs hotel that's been operated by 52 generation, generations of descendants over 1,300 years. That's pretty cool. And it's got Guinness World Record certification to go along with it. Oh, okay. Let's see. It's it's a four star facility, so it means it's really nice. It better be. I mean, they've been running it for how many years now? Uh, to Tommy Matt floored rooms and no internet access, visitors are forced. Well, I guess forced to enjoy the common scenic surroundings. Guests can also indulge in high quality, locally sourced koshu beef. The hotel's restaurant partaking Japanese culture with some karaoke, and of course, the hot springs. Uh, it was opened in 705 AD by Fujiwara Mahito, son of an aide to the 38th Emperor of Japan. Ooh. And it's got a list of uh, pictures of the place, and clicking on the link on the hotel's name you know, takes you to their English site, mm -hmm. which allows you to you know just book places for it, but they can get a little pricey. Yeah, if, if if I had the money, I probably would. Probably would. Probably would. I know I would. Well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in Japan I would like to do, but you know. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, if I were going to go to Japan, I would be going to the onsens that allow tattoos. There you go. Mm. And I'd probably be too busy walking up and down Akihabara. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, all right. Thanks. Thank you for that little tidbit of information. It reminds me of the article we talked about a few weeks ago about, you know, that other historic um, Japanese house. I thought it was interesting, so I just had to, uh, you know, look at it myself. Eh? It's all good in the hood. And now we move from interesting news to amazing news. Um, we've been covering this as well as other sites and podcasts about the uh, Kyoto Animation Fire. Well, on great news is that the 34 people that were injured, they have no longer life-threatening conditions. And I, and I am sad. It's just a great thing to hear. So even though we lost just as many people in the fire, it's just happy to know that we have we have people who who are able to survive and try to live like a bit of a normal life. You know, try to pick up where they left off, more or less. I'm just happy about that. You know, they're able to kind of move, kind of get things going. But oops, sorry about that. On on the on the bat on the banners on the opposite side of things, um, authorities have constructed a model of the, basically a model replica of the building, which they're using in part of the victim's testimony about what happened, which will probably be used towards the trial. Um, there are still some people in the hospital as of two weeks ago, so who knows? They may have made it out as well. Um, in regards to donations. Donations to Kyoto Animation has surpassed 2.5 billion yen, which is about $23 million. That is absolutely amazing. And for those of you who are wondering, the GoFundMe firm Sentai Filmworks, they the money was sent to them. So y'all raised a little bit over $2 million for this. And this was this was really this was really amazing about how the fans got got together to help our own even though I had some slight issues with it, but I totally get it and I totally understand it. So let's just keep this positive thoughts on everything. Uh, let's see. And basically, um, it is noted that the recovery of Kyoto Animation as a business will likely take more time because of the low number of employees that they currently have at the moment. So basically... After workers' compensation, fire, and everything, and recovery, it's going to amount to more than four billion yen, which is about thirty-eight million. And you know what? They're going to get there. Everything is going to fall right back into place slowly but surely. It's just going to take a little bit of time. So hopefully, we'll continue to hear some more great news coming out of Japan about uh, Kyoto Animation's road to recovery. Okay, and now that we got got that away, we have some more um, amazing news about Pokemon Go, which y'all were playing all weekend long. <laughs> yeah, um, this past weekend was basically the uh, main launch of the Pokemon from the Unova region, mm -hmm. or Unova region. Um, so that would be the Pokemon Black and White games, and. Uh, there have been a couple of them that were already in the games. Um, those that were able to go to the uh, the special Pokemon days and things like that mm -hmm. um, in you know Chicago and Japan and all of that. They did get some of these Pokemon released to them early, um, but now there are a lot of them that are out there. All all three starters, uh, the bird starters, the cat starters, and I call them starters because every series has them. Okay. Um, there are some that will only be hatching from eggs. There are some that will be uh, region exclusives, which pisses me off um, because I hate that there are region exclusives. But... That's what um, training's for. 
That's just trading store, mm. but at the same time, you have to actually be able to travel to trade. So that kind of sucks. Mm. Um, the only thing that I can hope is that once they get everything out there, that they will do like they've done with the other region exclusives, and that, you know, every so often they will change them up or allow the region exclusives to be put into eggs and such. Mm -hmm. But I'm very, very excited about this. Yes, we were playing all freaking weekend, even went out at 1130 at night to go catch Pokemon. Um, Cause Pokemon's is serious businesses. Mm -hmm. As the song lyric goes, speaking mm -hmm. As the eye catch goes, gotta catch them all. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> um, in other seriousnesses of anime news, and like the duh that it is, the new Fruits Baskets anime is getting a second season that will be debuting in 2020. Uh, um, so, yeah. The final season episode aired this past Friday so we have you know I, I'm hoping that we're looking at an early winter 2020 release instead of a summer 2020 release uh, but as I haven't even watched the first season I can't really complain shame on you well, I was actually waiting until the entire first season was put up so I could just marathon it. Just straight up binge watch it? Yeah, I like to do that with these ongoing series just because I can't wait, you know, week after week after week. I kind of right. forget about it. Mm -hmm. um, so once this, is, you know, I was just waiting for this all to be done and now I can sit and just marathon the entire 25 episodes of the first season and then, you know, cringe at having to wait for the second. Well, you know what? You know what it is? I, I totally get that. But if you if you follow like three different titles and you just watch them right be right behind each other, kind of sort of, it's not so bad, you know. Well, as I said, it, it's yeah. more that I forget to keep up with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are a couple of them that were on uh, um, Funimation and their app, and I just forgot to keep checking the app so i've only seen the first five episodes of the you know 12 that i need to watch right so i just find it easier you know pick a weekend marathon the entire thing and then go on with my life uh yeah all right so i'm doing a quick change to to back here to the to the to the uh, outline. So for those of you who don't know, um, we discuss anywhere between six to nine topics. And I try to make sure I evenly spread them around. Dude, and we had a slight mishap in the beginning of the show, like assigning stories to who. So I'm changing it now because I don't think it's fair to have Mako read three stories right behind each other like that. So I'm doing a bit of a flip around. Um... Aria, can you take the next story for us, please? Oh, uh, sure thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the one about the Twitter account? Yes. <clears throat> An anonymous Twitter account spreads alleged leaked photos of AKB48's Yui Yokoyama kissing her boyfriend. And now, we've talked about, on prior episodes, about issues, you know, where, where idol groups and management and stuff like that, so, yeah. According to the account, the account's profile, a, a Twitter account calling itself Weekly Journalism, <laughs> uh, they specialize in, quote, idle scandals and behind-the-scenes stories that do not become news. It claims to publish information for, the, for people who want to know. And on September 11th, the account posted a follow-up tweet claiming that on the night of September 10th, Yokoyama sent an email to paid members of our fan club admitting that she was in the photos and apologizing for them. <laughs> ANN was unable to independently confirm the contents of the alleged email. The top responses have included things like, who cares? Stop trying to stir up a flame war with a girl acting, 
about a girl acting her age. What's the point of spreading all this on Twitter now all, all this time? Don't you have any, anything better to report on? And another one wrote, the cult of purity around idols and performers needs to stop already. Mm. <clears throat> so yeah, this shit poster, and not the good kind of shit poster, just feels like causing trouble and getting himself over. All for a story that ultimately doesn't mean anything. Right. And like I said, we've had similar issues like this. And you know, thing about idol girl about idol groups, the girls have to be pure and chase, you know, j- just so, so they could bring in more money to the group and so forth. You know, me personally, I don't care as long as they're performing and doing well with what they're doing. I'm okay with that. Other than that, you know, let it be. You know, but that's just my personal opinion. You know, unless they're trying to get the paint the picture. Uh, like, she could be with you, weebs, to the audience. Lord, I see that shit all the time at cons. All the time. Or just on the internet in general. That too. <sighs> all right. Um, well, speaking of idols, we're going to talk about another another idol group. Granted, it's a fictional idol group, but it's a favorite of ours. We're talking Love Live School Idol Project. And it seems that uh, we're finally going to find out when the game is going to come out. It's going to come out in two days. Love Life School Idol Festival All-Stars. It launches on the 26th. Funny thing is I didn't even get a notification about re- about like like pre-registering to download it. So I will probably will download it. Don't know if I will play through it like I normally would, but we will see. So in this game, it's going to be an action RPG uh, game, which is going to be pretty cool. And it's going to have all 27 aspiring idols of the Nijigasaki High School Idol Club, which is the main high school in Love Life All-Stars. But you're also going to have uh, Muse and Aquars in there as well. Oh, this is going to be like a giant cluster F. I'm looking and I'm looking at this. It's like when you play your tactical RPGs and like putting together you, you, you know your 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 team and so forth. You know this is going to be quite interesting. So, and if it's going to be really more of an action like RPG ish, I am definitely going to be playing this a lot more than than the last one. But we will see. We will see. Yeah, I'll actually kind of be looking into playing this one. Mm. I mean, if it plays like uh, Review Starlight, I'm definitely going to enjoy playing it. Because that's more of an action RPG uh, type game. Uh, there's no like pairings and stuff like. It's just a straight up fun game like that. Or if it's more like um, Bang Dream Girls Play, where you're just recruiting, you know, j- just to do the bands and the music and stuff like that. You know, there's no dating or whatever aspect, whatever you know. And I'm okay with that. Now, now that we got that away, um. Marco, let's go back to your fandom one more time. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield uh-huh. and the big reveal of the new evolution of a 20-something-year-old Gen 1 Pokemon. Pokemon. Nobody yeah. saw that coming. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a little bit weird. So uh, for those that don't know, Farfetch'd ended up getting a new evolution from Sword and Shield. And uh, the new evolution is Surfetch'd. None shall pass, I say. None. Yeah, so Farfetch'd's leak is now a sword. And he also also has a shield. Um, it actually looks pretty damn cool. It does. Yeah, I I'm would, loving it. I wouldn't mind a figurine of Surfetch. I really wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks like the um, depiction of the picture that they're using 
could possibly actually be uh, based off of or inspired by a couple of medieval paintings. So there are various paintings from the 13th and 14th centuries which show armed knights fighting snails. Mm. Uh, And in these, most of the knights are shown with large shields and holding, well, this one happens to be holding a club, but again, very reminiscent of, you know, Pokemon battles because it's just a large freaking snail. <laughs> so because the Pokemon designs include a lot of zoology from classic literature and also from, you know, various myths and stories, uh, they're figuring that Sir Fetched is actually coming from, you know, the English-French area, given that uh, England, or I should say Britain, is where this series is based out of. Mm. My only complaint about Sir Fetch is that it's a pure fighting type. It's not flying anymore. Yeah, I mean, I I have a feeling that's due to the fact that both of its wings are now holding things. Makes sense. Could have made it could have made it fighting flying. Uh, you can't. I don't. Maybe you want to give it too much, you know. Well, no. I mean, I could. I can understand that. But if the whole thing is that it's holding a sword and a shield, and the wings are its hands, it doesn't have wings to fly anymore. Right. I mean, they could have obviously done where they did the uh, the new Pokemon where after a certain time it goes from dark to, or I should say from electric to dark and it's hangry mode. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, they could very well have done something like this where, um, should surfetched end up losing its sword or shield, it can then go into flying type moves. Okay. It could have been a possibility, but I mean, I just really excited that something from Gen One is getting not just a a new form given the area that it is, but an actual new evolution. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Now to uh, refer back to our ch- uh, co- our uh, chat room here at um, Twitch TV slash Anime Jam session, uh, Bob Coffee has a, a little bit of an update for us. The Japanese version of Love Live All Stars drops in two days, September twenty sixth. Uh, there's no, they have not announced the um, the American version yet or the international versions. It's probably gonna be a while before they get all the proper translations in. And he says he wants a Love Live fighting game because he sucks at rhythm games. Trust me, I, I, I know I, I know that feel, but, you know, you get better with practice, dude. That, that's all it is. I mean, I know I kind of sort of suck at DDR, but I know there are some some tracks I can play and I can just rock the, the machine with. So there is that. Mm-hmm. And, and and especially if you're playing a rhythm game on your smartphone with Bluetooth, it's probably going to be a little bit of lag there. All right, let's see. We ha- let's see what else we have on the docket. Um, we, we have some Hello Kitty uh, talk going on right about now. Okay, and not Hello Kitty per se, but all of Sanrio. And it seems that um, they're working. Uh, pure, uh, Sanrio Puro Land is is working on doing a zombie apocalypse theme, which is kind of interesting. And you have, and it's being called. Uh, Pompor Purin Zombieland. It's a two-day event at the amusement park, which will be on November 16th and the 30th. This event is after hours, and it's going to be under guidance from horror experts at the Obakin Haunted House Experience. You can bring um, Pom Pom Purin, which is one of the Sanrio characters. Yet, basically, you have to bring an antidote for one of these characters. To save him after he accidentally eats a zombie inducting mushroom. Isn't that how it always starts? Really? Isn't it? 
let's just hope Umbrella Corp doesn't get involved here. <laughs> Basically, Pom Pom Purin's livelihood hangs in the balance as you, the player, make your way through six different areas in the theme park to gather the thing, the items that you need to make this antidote. And just be careful, there will be green zombies wandering the park in search of straggling humans. So you hear the thriller theme, you better start running. Now, if you make it through this and save Pom Pom Purin, you'll, you'll receive a limited edition badge with that. But on a side note, you can buy a limited design t-shirt that shows the Sanrio character going into a mid-zombie transformation. But if you also wear the, the mascot's iconic colors, which are brown and yellow, you'll receive a cute sticker, which is kind of cool. So one way or another, you kind of win something. You get some cool merch or something. So, And I'm perfectly okay with that. All right. Um, our last article of the night about Demon Slayer. How do you get blocked by the official account? How right, indeed. Let's see. Natsuki Hane is voice behind Demon Slayer Kinetsu no Yaiba's protagonist Tanjiro, but he still got blocked by our official Twitter account. Mm. Let's see. In the program he talked about in a hush wish about discovering he was blocked the official account when he went to retweet some personal promotional content and after talking with the staff it was discovered due to a misunderstanding since he had the word bot in his profile description mm. and yet I can see there where they were going with that just oh this is a bot block oops and he changed bot to B0T to avoid the algorithm or human error gotcha you heard about YouTube's uh, new protocol where it's uh, with getting rid of the uh, authorization system and to be losing the uh, official check marks by uh, people's by people's and things is uh, you uh, first, channel names. First, I've heard of that. Well, it, ha it happened like a week ago or so, hmm. but under their algorithm, YouTube lost its official status on YouTube. Wow. Whoops. I'm going to assume that it's something like that, pretty much. But hopefully he'll get unblocked. But yeah, they fixed it. They fixed well, it. Well, that, that's good. Now, now, let me see if I can pull this article up real quick. Um, let's see what the hell is going on here. Let me, let me stop all that. It's done. Wow, is Anime News Network just being ridiculously slow tonight? Yeah, it was shit in the bed for me earlier too. Because uh, for a split second, I thought because if I up my re when I redid the the changes, I thought it was affecting my network. I'm just like, what the hell, dude? You know. But thankfully, it's not. So I'm glad I'm not the only one that kind of sees that. Now, I want to talk about something that just popped up in our lap. Uh, we'll probably we may talk about this in detail next week, but did you hear what Sony Pictures did? What did they do? Sony Pictures TV, Aniplex, Francis Waka Anime, and Madman Anime and Funimation are becoming the Voltron of streaming anime. <laughs> oh boy! Basically. Sony Pictures announced that, that it and Aniplex is consolidating three of Sony's own anime acquisitions and distribution companies. So Funimation, Waka, Waka Anime, and Madman Anime is becoming Funimation as a whole. Now, what was interesting is that I didn't expect this to happen because I thought you, you had to... Pr pretty much own the entire company to do some type of massive joint venture like this. But because as you all know, Funimation is owned by Sony. They own, I think about at least a little bit over 75% of it. But since it's a joint venture, that's going to be kind of interesting. So I guess they're going to be renamed and stuff like that. So that's going to be pretty interesting. 
as it said, as according to what was announced by Variety magazine, the first project of this joint venture is Fate Grand Order Absolute Demonic Front Babylonia. Um, what will happen now? What also happen on that is that these three uh, groups, Funimation, Waka Anime, and Madman Anime, will have uh, exclusive streaming rights to it. Um, for about 30 days. Then it goes all over. What after a year about that they will they will probably they'll rule out the um dubbed version. Now, as it says here, so SPTN, Sony Pictures Television Networks, which is the same people that put out Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. I swear if I turn on Wheel of Fortune one day and I see the Funimation logo, I'm probably just going to walk right out the damn door. Mm. They acquired a majority stake of, of Funimation for back in 2017 for about $143 million. And about that time, they end, Funimation ended their deal with Crunchyroll, since on top of that, since Funimation is now Sony, Crunchyroll is part of Warner Media, which is AT&T, so it's going to do its own thing. And now there is a first, now they have an exclusive deal with Hulu, which is Disney, which is kind of interesting. Now, back in March, uh, Funimation and the Chinese stream platform Bilai Bilai announced a new partnership to jointly acquire anime licenses over the next few years. Also, Funimation bought Manga Entertainment, which is a which is I think it's the same manga team that was here, but they have a UK counterpart. They handle anime distribution in UK and Ireland, and Funimation purchased them back in May. Now, Madman Media Group sold its anime division Aniplex for $35 million Australian. Now, Madman Entertainment handles anime in, in like New Zealand, Australia, and those areas. Now, that's part of Aniplex. And don't forget that Sony now owns Aniplex as well. So, Sony also has the animation production companies A1 Pictures and Cloverworks through Aniplex. So this is going to be quite interesting. It's like the Voltron of anime, more or less, you know? Well, okay. Now, Bob, it's, I'm hearing what you're saying here. What he says is that what's interesting is that Funimation is owned by Sony Pictures Television and Aniplex is owned by Sony Music. Something must have changed recently because evidently that, uh, that falls under... Um, Sony Pictures Television Networks now, which is interesting, you know? Huh. I, I, I don't even... I guess they must have they must have swapped it over or something like that, and we didn't even realize this had happened, so... Actually, let me do a quick look here. Who owns Aniplex? Which is interesting, and you're right. It's Sony Music Entertainment Japan, but somehow it's falling under Sony Pictures Television Entertainment. I guess Sony's like, all right, you're going here now, you're going here now. We're going to put it together, and we're good, and we're and we're and you're golden. That's that's just wow, you know. So, I guess when you have that type of money, you can do whatever you want and get away with it properly. I suppose so. And, I, and it's kind of funny how, you know, and I'm reminded with the whole dis, dispute between Disney and Sony about Spider-Man. And it's like so people are saying Disney is going to buy Sony just to get Spider-Man. And I'm just sitting there laughing like neither boards are going to allow that to happen. It would never happen. So. <sighs> Enough about that. We're going to go ahead and get wait, to the... Wait, one second. Wait, all right, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. I just want to remind everybody that the I Love You Colonel Sanders game dropped today. Oh, my God! And uh, KFC's Facebook is going a little bit crazy. Okay, see... The comments. Oh, dear God. All right, you know, I, I, I have to uh, I have to see this. See, that's right. We were going to talk about that. I'm looking in our chat about that, you know. I just, I just find it funny. All of the affiliated stores have changed their Facebook page to that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this... Because this has been, you know... <laughs> It's not like the KFC has, like the KFC uh, Facebook has kept this quiet, um, but 
because this is based off of, you know, the Japanese simulators and everything, um, it's really been picked up mostly by the Japanese uh, news sites. So to actually see that KFC dropped all of this stuff, they changed their header, they changed their um, their icons. Um, the last, I think, 18 hours or 20 hours has mm. been nothing but about this game. And the comments are hilarious. As one person said, Senpai has noticed us. <laughs> <sighs> Um, it is filled with weebs. It is also filled with some of the nastiest comments that I have ever seen. I've been trolling one of my friends with the picture of this colonel. <laughs> she hate loves um, me for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so just a reminder to anybody that wanted to go and attempt this game it is on Steam and it is free. So that means you'll be playing this game and giving us a review there, uh, Mako-chan? Huh? Uh, no, I actually do not play games on Steam. Oh. oh, well. Looking at this makes me want to just go back and play Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs> oh, I mean, my the, God. I, just you, you need to go to the KFC's Facebook Look at their last couple of posts because yes. the last couple of posts are just about this game, and just it's it's beautiful and it's scary and holy crap the comments. Right now I'm gonna go into a KFC and find some weeb feeling up a bucket of chicken. Mm. Between that and and the doudoir photo of Harry Potter, my Facebook has just been quite interesting in the last two three hours. Just <laughs> saying, I just saying. <laughs> Whew. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm actually waiting for KFC to go to the next step by putting up like standees of this colonel in all their stores. I, I'm waiting for them to pull something like that. Well, give them any I, I ideas. I think if KFC were to do that, their standees would probably only last a couple of hours before somebody's running out the door with them. Probably. Probably. <laughs> okay. And as Theo X75 says, I can go for some KFC right now. I mean, KFC's all right, but you, you haven't lived till you had some really good tasting halal chicken. I mean, last Sunday, I actually ordered it and had it delivered because I was like, because that chicken is it, it's, it's just so good. All right. I don't think y'all need to hear me go like, foam at the mouth for how good uh, halal chicken is. So what we're going to do, we're going to go into Meanwhile in Japan. I want the last article. Okay. You know what? I'll take the second article. Okie dokie. All right. So uh, it is not just the U.S. that the TV show Friends is popular. It is also popular in Japan where they are celebrating the anniversary of the series um, with a special limited time themed cafe in Tokyo. So located in, at the Food Lab Cafe on the ground floor of the Loft store in Ginza, the cafe will be fitted with a photo spot area style to look just like Central Perk. Um, it's going to be complete with a couch, the rug, the coffee table, so you can channel your favorite friends' characters while posing for a commemorative picture. Will it have the reserved placard on the table? Hmm. Uh, yes, actually, I believe that's there as well. Ding, ding, ding. Um, other limited edition items include signed stills from the first episode, card sets, and door frame photos. Oh, sorry, door, uh, door photo frames. 
like the one seen on Monica's door in the TV show. Uh, customers who make a purchase will also receive a special bromide showing the six cast members taking their last bow on the final episode of the series. The cafe will be offering two collaborative menu items with the Friends 25th Anniversary Manhattan Three-Colored Gelato serving in, served in a Friends branded cup for about six bucks. They'll also be selling the uh, 25th anniversary Oh My God muffin set <laughs> for about 10 uh, So you can relax with your friends over a coffee and a muffin, just like the stars of the show. The cafe is only set to run from uh, the 18th to the 24th of September. So today was the last day of that. Whoops. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so... I I'm I'm kind of surprised that this series I guess translated and became so popular in other areas just because of how very New York it was. That's probably what it is because it's, it takes place in New York and it's like it, it, New York is a destination hotspot for Japanese tourists so So, in a way, so I'm not really surprised by that. Also kind of surprised Seinfeld isn't that popular, but eh, it's whatever. I could never get into Friends. I did not understand its appeal whatsoever. I watched random episodes here and there. I know if I were to sit down and start watching, I probably would get into it, but eh. But I watched it when it was first on, um... I guess for those that actually enjoy watching uh, Japanese anime that is a slice of life, that would be what this would be considered. There you go. And referring back to our first tied uh, story here, Theo says he's getting some kernel strips, coleslaw, and potato wedges. Dude, do they still make potato wedges? Yeah, yes, they do. There's a couple of locations over here that don't have potato wedges. I'm just like, bruh, really? But anywho, moving right along. Now, we all do this. You go to the bathroom, which is your second office. You play on your phone, like Facebook updates and stuff. You play games. You might even like check your email and so forth. And you know, you got like these apps on the phone where you can learn different languages and so forth. So kind of do that too. Now, what if you don't have your cell phone? Well, if you are in Japan, if you had this brand, if you had this toilet paper, you can um, take care of your duties while learning your kanji at the same time. You said duty. <laughs> what? You didn't see uh, Wreck-It Ralph? No, I did. Okay. It's called... Now... It's, a, it's called Poop Kanji Drill. It's... It's a series of books, which is like the best way to study Japanese. It's a structured way to learn all 1006 elementary school kanji, but it comes with a fun examples with the word poop in it. I guess if the word poop is funny and you, and you say the words over and over, you'll learn it. Now, we're going to take it to the next level with poop kanji drill toilet paper. On the, on the packages is Professor Poop reminding you in, in kanji to be sure to wipe well. A set of eight rolls will run you about 398 yen, which is about $4. In a way, that's kind of annoys me because $4 here only gets you like, what, four rolls of toilet paper? Depends on what kind of brand and where you're buying it from. That too. Mm. 
I think I got the store, I got the Target store brand for like around that amount. I'm just like, ugh, really? But it, the thing is, it's supposed to be 12 rolls compressing to just eight. Ah, uh, toilet paper technology. So uh, you take, so as you, as you take this roll of poop kanji toilet paper, you're pulling it and you're seeing the kanji and your lesson. You're pretty much going over what your what the kanji is before you use it. And some examples are says well, translates to I clean up my poop using a snow shovel. My poop came out white as fresh snow. Now there are different grade levels. Second third and fifth are um, examples and it's four kanjis repeated on each roll which is kind of interesting you have one roll with that kanji you learn it over and over and you go you go to the next roll with a different kanji and you learn it over and over and over and as reviews of this is the poop kanji drill toilet paper is a solid number two <laughs> and if that's all good and if you like that there's always the poop kanji um campus and that's just crappy <laughs> <sighs> Marco, it's on you. No, it's not. It's on me. Oh. It's on somebody. Uh, yeah, I jumped on this one because I needed the, the good vibes. So, uh... <clears throat> let's see. Ju Junichiro Taku was a big fan of Nintendo's Legend of Zelda video game franchise. Liked it so much, he figured out how to play the series. Iconic four-note treasure test tune on his flute and when he told his mom about these accomplishments she scoffed at him for wasting such time on things as video games and told him to go back and study mm. so he ended up playing Link's Awakening in secret hiding under his bed while completing it while playing through the game but uh in the Link's Awakening remake that just dropped he's and he is uh well, it says in the, in the uh, translate tweet, I wish I could go back in time and tell my elementary school age self who has said, in 26 years, when they remake this game, you'll be the person playing the flute for the soundtrack. He's now a professional flutist and leader of a three-person flute ensemble called Magnum Trio, mm. who's performing concerts all over the world, and his skills earned him the respect of Nintendo, which then hired him to work on the Link's Awakening remake soundtrack. And on his official Twitter, he was so overcome with emotion that he had to stop for a few minutes to take it all in before he could, you know, get back to playing it. That's really awesome. His dreams definitely came true. Yeah, it's nice to think about. Come on. You know what? This is like one of the deciding games for me to buy a Switch. That, Mario Kart 8, and Bayonetta. Who would have thunk it? Hmm. And plus, this was back at the, he learned to play that back at the time when they weren't exactly releasing sheet music of video game music. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so if, the thing is, if you play an instrument long enough, your ears can get kind of tuned, so you can kind of figure out what the sound is and how to play it on that instrument. <sighs> so i i think we're done with strange news from japan mm -hmm. so shall we wrap it up yes yes please all right and that we will do oops sorry about that so thank you for listening Thank you for not just listening, but watching and participating with us here on Anime Jam Session with this week's episode. We really appreciate that. So just so you know, if you have any questions about the show tonight, 
ideas or suggestions, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to believe you. We want to know what's up. And don't forget, you can find our website at animejamsession.com where you'll not just find our weekly podcasts, you'll also find links to our convention videos, um, convention photos, anime reviews, editorials, convention reports, cosplayer interviews, cosplayer tips and tricks, and a whole lot of great stuff. Uh, I'm, we have a con coming this weekend, so I got some stuff in the works and I'm trying to get it pushed out by next week, so be on the lookout for that. Um, that's all that and then some at AnimeJamSession.com. If you're a mobile user, you can find our podcast on the go. Uh, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, um, iHeartRadio, iTunes, uh, their podcast ad, Stitcher, Google Play, Player FM, any app you use for podcasting to listen to them, just search Anime Jam Session and we'll, and you'll find us. So download us, take a listen, tell us what you think of the show. And we're always looking for input. So a lot of those um, sites have a way for you to leave reviews. So do that too. We'd really appreciate that. And don't forget, you can also find us on our social media pages on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. It's all Anime Jam Session. I, I just want to say thanks to the fans that follow us on these other social media sites. We really couldn't do the show without y'all. So thank you so much. We really appreciate that. So now we're going around the room. Last words of the night. Last words, Ari. AAC, alcohol, prepare Uranus. I, I need to get my fix. Last words, Mako. I need a nap. That'll I, last about eight hours. I think I'm going to grab a chocolate bar out of the fridge and kind of relax because all my stuff is packed for this weekend. I have about 20 Hershey Reese's bars in my freezer now, so... <laughs> They're 15 cents a pop. Of course I'm going to buy them up. So, I, I am so eating the one in my freezer I'm now. I'm going to kick your ass if you do. I'm so eating the one in the freezer I'm gonna, now. I'm going to hurt you. You've got 15 to 20 bars in there. That's life. besides the point. No, that is the point. Yes, no, it I is not. One. No. <laughs> Look, if I can if I can secure any more for for Dwayne Reed, I'll bring them with us this weekend. Okay, that's it. We're getting the hell up on out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I am Makachan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. <laughs> good night, everybody. Night. <laughs> Say good night, Makachan. Good night, Makachan. <sighs> I know that tone, and I don't like it. <laughs> good night y'all good night this podcast has been a production of anime jam session and ajs productions no fanboys and fangirls were hurt maimed shot electrocuted or pistol whipped in this episode for now the views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!